1: Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's 0-0 draw in the Merseyside derby. The stalemate extended the Reds' unbeaten run against Everton in 19 matches, but there's no getting away from the fact that it felt like two points dropped after Manchester City's win over Bournemouth moved the defending champions back to the top of the Premier League. So with nine games to play, Liverpool find themselves one point behind City in second, and to reflect on the title race as it stands and what's happened at Goodison Park, we get the thoughts of our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce, plus nine Red supporters. Mark Baker, Matt Whitty, Sam Planch Matt Addison, Nathan Davidson Ross Strachan, Alex Watts Peter Lally and Owen Thomas You will also hear every word that Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp had to say in his press conference after James Pearce kicks us off
0: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo
2: well, Liverpool's long, unbeaten run in the Merseyside derby goes on. That's 19 games against the Blues, now unbeaten, but that'll be of little consolation to Jurgen Klopp, his players and the club supporters. Uh, after a really disappointing day at Goodison, Liverpool came here, of course, with, uh, you know, Big hopes and dreams to uh, to take back over top spot in the Premier League, needing to respond after after Manchester City's win at Bournemouth uh, 24 hours earlier, and they failed to do that. And uh, in truth, they only had themselves to blame. Um, probably should still have won. What was a really scrappy goalless draw? Uh, in truth, you know, a, a pretty dour stalemate, which for Liverpool fans will will feel like a painful defeat because. Uh, you know, of the situation they are in, we know that uh, the margin for error is so small at the top, um, and Liverpool were a million miles off their sparkling best. Of course, you know, midweek we'd seen the fluency signs of it coming back with that route of Watford, but you know, having uh, got their mojo back, um, they seem to have somehow lost it on that short journey across Stanley Park because. Uh, they were a million miles off what they're capable of producing here today. I think you've got to give Everton some credit. I think we all knew that they were going to raise their game today. It was, you know, Klopp had described it in the build-up as kind of a World Cup final for them. You know, it's been a really poor season for Everton, and um, you know they were in desperate, you know, desperate desire to, for a big scalp. And of course, you know, they wanted to throw a spanner in the works of, of Liverpool's title challenge. And um, you could see the celebrations around here at the final whistle. They were absolutely delighted with their share of the spoils and you know the chance, making it clear that they think that Liverpool are going to end up trophy this this season. I'm sure that'll be a, you know that'll be a source of added motivation for, for Klopp and his players during the running if, if they need any more. But um it was disappointing. I mean Liverpool were wasteful in the final third, you know, on a day when you know, in, in a tough, tough place, you want your big names to really step up and deliver, and you know that didn't happen today. Um, Mo Salah, you know, again he struggled at Old Trafford in tough surroundings last weekend. Same here today. You know, he had two of Liverpool's best chances, squandered both of them. Um, the one in the first half, he really should have tucked away. You know, the kind of chance he'd have, he'd have scored with you know in, with his eyes shut when he was. Uh, on fire last season but uh you know he's released by a wonderful pass from Fabino. Um poor touch really ended up making the angle much narrower than it, than it could and should have been and, and Jordan Pickford ended up denying him and then second half I think it was Joel Matip's pass deflected into his path and again just really really slow to to get the shot away and I think it was Michael Keane who was allowed to to uh, to steam in and, and make a last ditch tackle when really Salah should have uh, should have buried it before the defender was given the chance to intervene. Um Liverpool with a better side first half without being particularly convincing. Um No real kind of fluency or control, it was all horribly scrappy and disjointed and then second half, I think you'd have to say Everton came out more. They took more risks, showed more ambition um and the game became a lot more stretched and you know you had the feeling that it was you know it was just you were waiting for kind of one mistake or one bit of inspiration to win the game one way or the other um you know Allison Becker didn't have much to do. And he clung on to one header from Calvin Lewin, but apart from that, you know Pickford was much the busier of the two keepers but you know Liverpool were you know lacked that clinical, ruthless edge in the final third. You know there was headed chances late on for for Matip and, and Van Dijk couldn't take them. Fabinho had a fantastic chance when Van Dijk nodded back across goal and Fabinho it came at him at a slightly awkward height, but you know he'll be disappointed. I think he's taken a heavy touch and he's ended up. Um, you know the, the, I think it was Dieng uh, was, was able to to get in, get in and force the ball behind before Fabinho could could. Uh, tuck it away so um, yeah a a disappointing day for Liverpool I think important not to get Two down. I think you you have just got to take a step back. I've, you know, some people, I'm sure, will feel like you know that's it. You know, first time since December the seventh, the title race hasn't been in Liverpool's hands. Some people will think, you know, the way that Pep Guardiola's side are grinding out results, that that that's that's over. It's not over. That's nonsense to suggest the title race is over. There's still 27 points to play for. There could still well be a few twists and turns, but. You know, I don't think you can polish this game as anything other than a setback for Liverpool, because I think you know a draw away at Old Trafford. I think you'd have to say that you know against a resurgent United can be viewed as a decent result. I don't think you can say the same thing for this one today. But they've got to dust themselves off and go again. Um, you know, it's Burnley at home last weekend, uh, next weekend, sorry, and you know that now becomes an absolute must win. So um, you know, nothing has been decided at Goodison here today, but. You know Liverpool left with the regrets. It's now 19 derby games unbeaten, but you know uh, you know they won't take any satisfaction away from this one because Standard slipped. They uh, they got into a, a battle. They slipped down to Everton's level today, and um, you know in in truth you'd probably say that uh, you know in, in the end Everton maybe deserved their point. So uh, yeah, not a great day for the Reds. They won't look back on the 233rd Merseyside derby with much satisfaction, but. Um, it is a point, and I think only time will tell whether it was uh, whether it was it was you know one that they'll come to look back on with any degree of satisfaction, or you know one that they'll uh, regret that the other two got away. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hey. With regard to
3: race, is the message not to panic to
4: your
5: players? I don't have to. I don't think I have to give my players that advice because they know it already. So. Look, we are, not, we are not little boys anymore. It's not that we were completely surprised that we are that we uh, can play good football, that we are um, in the very very top part of the table. But if you are there, you have to be ready for all the different things that happen. And somebody, sometimes people, um, um, you have a lead, and everybody says, "Yeah, that's done." Like 20 games before the end of the season, stay calm in these situations it was very easy. Then um, yeah, at one point. Or two points more, whatever, and everybody says yeah, that's now that's actually it's not important. Eh? So beginning of March, who cares? The good thing is we are in that battle, we are in that fight. Um, that's really good news, and um, and I, my my feeling gets more and more we are really prepared for it. To be honest, because we again today difficult game for us. Everybody has to come here, and it's probably always difficult, but obviously against us it's extremely difficult so we get a point we should if somebody should have won the game i think it was only one team uh, we had the chances um, in a wild game we had chances big chances didn't use them so it's a point let's carry on hopefully at least one <laughs> so what do I know? We, we we have so many difficult games. We play Burnley next week at home. How can I sit here and think uh, about the result? But we have against them. That's just that's disrespectful. And I'm not disrespectful. So and um, we have to play a lot of games. How is that? The only way that you can win something is that you, from the one hand side, stay calm but lively, yeah? critical but very self and very, very confident, um, and. Yeah, believe in your chance and that's why I believe 100% in our chance. I know that. And <coughs> how I said, game by game by game, my feeling gets better about the boys because they look really ready for it. So, and today, of course, we didn't score. Yeah, that happens. That can happen. Um, how I said, difficult game. Opponent and <laughs> the weather circumstances didn't help as well for a good football game in general. It was just a fight and we were ready for that fight. So, and now we have a point more than before. All good. Yes,
4: Roy. You didn't, what makes you say...
5: Just because we are so because we are so stable, we are there in different situations. We were always there. We always the boys always deliver, not not brilliantly always, but who is always brilliant? So that's that's not important. It's how I said we are not. It's not that we are com- like somebody in a candy shop and yippee-yay, We have a little chance, and um, hopefully nobody realizes that. So we know that we know that we are good. That's how it is. But unfortunately, a lot of other teams in the league are really good as well. So we just have to keep going. It's what we will do. And, how is that for today, um, I felt worse after a draw, actually, because I, have to, I learned, of course, to respect uh, results, and um, if we would have scored like um, one of these big ones, Fabinho, Mo, twice, Joel, Verge, Sadio, yeah, then I feel completely different. But it's still OK, so um, just let's carry on. David. Sorry, don't understand that question. So we have seven draws and they lost more games. And what? What does that have to do with the standard?
6: I'm do you, do you like go, go of... yeah, really, dis-
5: I'm really disappointed about your question. we really disappointed. I have to say, no, just because it was you feeling. Do, it's football that we don't play PlayStation. Eh? Do, do do you think we, we, we didn't take enough risks today? In that? Is that is that what you want to ask? I'm really dis. That's a really disappointing question, I have to say, because that means like it's so easy. I tell them, boys, we take more risk. Come on, boys, we go for it. Is can you imagine? Is there any draw and we didn't try to win? What is that? An extra attacker in this. Just to go wild, nine match days. Obviously, I, I say a lot of reasons why um, in Liverpool you are all not experiencing. Obviously, fighting where you think it's again PlayStation. Bring an extra attacker and football change. That's not like that. We we are offensive enough. It football doesn't work like that. Come on, and there's not nine nine games to go. And we, we but what is that we we don't lose our nerves. Not like you, obviously. it 's like because it's just you have these. It's the second time yet you ask a question. I really don't get because it's just. City won yesterday in a game where they had 20 chances or so with one shot in the short corner, which Boric usually picks. Is but they won it. So, Steger did they have another strike and another striker. Yes, it can happen that you, sometimes you need them, sometimes you don't do it. You need the right things in the right moment. That doesn't, that doesn't only work if another striker can start with four or five strikers in a striker way. Nothing else to do than try to score. We have an offensive team, that's absolutely OK, and we take the risk, no doubt about that, but it's not like that, it's not the moment where we say, come on now, throw everything in that direction. You cannot play in the Premier League like that. We play next week Burnley, if we play only offensive, they kill us in a counter-attack, 100 per cent, whatever we want. No doubt, they don't wait for us, they look where we have problems and then try to punish us there. So, just always prepare the game. Like it, like you should prepare, and then we take all the risk, all the risk. But you cannot take more than one hundred percent risk. Because it's not going nuts; it's not about that.
0: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
7: Mark Baker commenting on the Merseyside derby at Goodison Park. Uh, felt it was a dreadful game of football. If I am totally honest, the amount of unforced errors from both sides, I thought, was was shocking at times, and it was a really. Diluted in terms of any any sort of craft or imagination into the game. And I felt that time some of the passages of play were so broken and disjointed within the football match. Obviously, Liverpool's need was greater, needing to win the game to keep their their title aspirations in their own hands. They weren't able to do it. And quite honestly, as I mentioned last week, the game fell into exactly the same pattern that the majority of the games have been. Liverpool not having the quality on the ball to create opportunities and actually worse than that, not even be able to make any passing combinations between players to move through the third to the pitch and it's, it's culminated in another negative result in the context of the title race. I think the from three players again I know Firmino came on later in the game I mentioned last week about is there a balancing off that this is now the level and that they can't reach the ceiling of performance that they, they reached last season but I actually feel that the, the likes of this performance is actually and a, and a couple of others is actually worse than that it's a key moments in games I mean Liverpool didn't play well today but they still had key moments when they could have taken the lead albeit through a, an Everton mistake in midfield when Salah went through A deflected pass and then I think there was a scramble in the box for Fabinho, so there was the opportunities of points in the game twice from Salah where Liverpool could have changed the outcome, but failing to take them opportunities at crucial moments and the general decision making uh, was terrible really and has been in in multiple games and I'm a big one since the start of the season to talk about the fact that Liverpool haven't got the creation in midfield but I think at some point you've also got to look at the highest players in the team and say that they're not impacting games in the in the specific moments which can change games and make miserable drab, poor draws actually come away with a ground out one 0 results. So, so again, uh, culpable. I, I mean, it's listen. It, it's all right to talk about it. Liverpool players. Liverpool haven't got Liverpool haven't got that creative player. Why Shikiri seems to have been. Totally being made redundant as role within the Liverpool side, I, I, I don't understand. I think he has to play, especially when you you're opening up against a, a side who aren't offering much themselves going the other way, and you can sort of think about how you can open up the game. So I do, I do not understand that one, but I think looking at the existing players, Liverpool's three have got to do a lot better, albeit the chances were created through disjointed moments rather than creative uh, combinations or play. I think an issue here for, for Klopp is I said last week that I feel City will go on and win the league. I feel it's inevitable that they have more in their armoury, especially creatively in the final third, and that, that is what in the end will be to do for Liverpool in the title race, but I think there has to be some perspective involved in the. Virgil van Dijk for me is the best centre-half in Wales football. I think he showed it over a period of time now. I thought he was immaculate again today, an absolute stroll, stops, um, threats from the opposition at source, too strong, too quick. Reading of the game, fantastic, fantastic a playing out from the back. Every aspect you want, and I think the Liverpool are a very well organised side without the ball. Lavan Van Dyke has elevated them into uh, into an area where they've been able to challenge up to what was it nine, ten games to go in the Premier League to, to mount a, to a title challenge. But I think the reality is, with the quality of Liverpool's squad, I think that without Van Dyke, they would be competing for the top four really. I think he's made that much of a difference to them and give them so much solidity. Obviously, they're a well-coached side, but I think in terms of actual quality, you wouldn't say that the squad is superior to, say, a Manchester United or or a Chelsea in that regard. And I think the reality is that that's more the, the level. But Klopp has obviously done a fantastic job in terms of coaching and acquired some excellent players in certain roles to project them into a situation where they go a couple of places higher but I think the frustration thing thing for Klopp is he's got a, a situation where at Dortmund obviously getting to a Champions League final didn't didn't eventually make the breakthrough in terms of getting the results. And that Liverpool he's just fell short now of the Champions League and it looks like it will be in the league as well. But that shouldn't be seen to be at the detriment of Klopp that he hasn't managed to get over the final hurdle. The reality is the actual squad of players he's had at both clubs, they shouldn't have been in that position really uh, in the first place. And I think there is a frustration that it will be seen like that. But the reality is it's been a very good body of work at Liverpool. And they're probably punching above the weight in terms of competing with an outstanding Manchester City side with better individual players in the first 11 and also artillery off the substitute bench. So I hope that the season doesn't go on to look like that. Obviously, Liverpool is still in contention. Things could change round. I could be wrong about that. But I think that it will come down to to what it will be seen as And I don't think that will be right in the end.
3: Hi, it's Matt Whitty reflecting on Liverpool's nil-nil draw in the derby at Goodison this afternoon. A really disappointing performance and result that hands the initiative to City in the race for the title. Plenty more twists and turns to come in the title race. But you've got to say it it was a missed opportunity today. Um I thought the, the only real positives were that uh, Van Dijk was absolutely magnificent today. Um uh Matip did did pretty well and Fabinho did pretty well in, in midfield. Um but I thought as a as a whole it was uh it was an under par under par performance. Um I thought the first touch was missing from so many of the players, we picked the wrong pass. When we did pick the right pass we, we over hit it or under hit it. Um uh, we just uh, we just gave the ball away uh, an, an awful lot and coughed up possession when in really promising positions. Uh, we did create a few chances today. Uh, Salah had the pick of the bunch, and uh, you're just expecting him to to slot it into the uh, into the opposite corner. And and Pickford made a made it made a made a save. And uh, perhaps Salah didn't set it quite far enough. Um, away from him, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was probably our best chance, and created a number of chances. Aside from that, so Salah wriggled free in the first half, but, but hit it straight at Pickford, um, and uh, we just had a couple of chances where uh, where Dean in particular got a couple of blocks in on Fabinho, and uh, Keane got one in on uh, on Salah, and uh, and that was that really. Um, I, I didn't think Everton uh, created too much, and we didn't really look in much danger. But uh, yeah, desperately disappointing performance, and we've had quite a few of those since the since the turn of the year, and and particularly since the uh, the two warm weather breaks, really. So I think there'll be a lot of people looking at whether we've uh, we've lost a bit of sharpness by having uh, having so much rest, if you like. Um, obviously, after the after the, uh, the the Dubai break at the end of uh, at the end of January, we had a few players come back from that uh, sick or got sick just after that, which is which is not ideal. And obviously, the uh, the break to Marbella or wherever it was. Um, again, we've 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 started quite slowly um, after that as well. So yeah, I'm thinking that we've drawn the uh, drawn with uh, drawn with Leicester at home in a really poor performance and and could have lost that game. Drew with uh, drew with West Ham. Um, yeah, and you know the performance against United last week when United were there for the taking, under par against Bayern Munich. But uh, and then today and just didn't. Uh, didn't create enough really so uh, yeah I'm starting to wonder whether we're uh, actually whether we've actually benefited or not I mean I know the benefits might be seen later in the season but I mean we're going to have to to have some finish to the season really now um, given that we've uh, we've dropped eight points in the league since the uh, since we've had those breaks so yeah so yeah desperately dis- disappointing um, not the end of the world but uh, yeah it does uh, I'm sure sure it does feel like that for for, uh, for all us Reds at the moment so yeah, uh, Burnley next and uh, I think Klopp's gotta gonna have a big job to to pick the players up and uh, respond to that respond to that performance really.
8: Okay, so we've got the Derby Goodison there and uh big game for both teams. I think Everton there you know their season their son at Liverpool, the title challenge, you know you've got to win every game. And they've had them seventeen days and all that, and I think it's done Silver and and, and the uh, the Everton Um, some good really because they they, they had a good win and then they've they've grouped together and they've got a bit together and today I thought they they play well as a team Um, Liverpool have more quality you know we all know that it's evident to see but I didn't think on a reflection of the game that really um, Liverpool you could say stand out to uh, to, should have won the game Salah had a couple of chances and Fabinho had a cracking chance which yeah could have matched won the game but overall play you no, know, um, what I did think is, though, whether we're there David the taking in the first half, I think if Klopp had made changes there the first half, I, I, I was, you know, I was shouting there for, for Fabinho um, or Firmino to come on, and Chikadi to come on, um, in the after twenty minutes, because when Alzam didn't want it today, and. He, Listen, you, you you know me thoughts on him, but he, he's had some great performances this season, no doubt about it. And he's got quality and he, and he can do this and that. But today didn't want it. Rigi didn't want it. And Matthew didn't want it. So, all right, you can't really take Matty off because what the options we got. But we had options for the other two. And for me, I had to drag the Origi and we're off for Fabini and Sicari after 20 minutes. Now, I've seen as much as I've slagged Menino off. When he used to win stuff and that, uh, I've seen him drag merchants off after 20 minutes and 10 games. Evan would have had the takes there, and we might have got in uh, before half time there. Second half, I don't think we play very well at all, Liverpool. <coughs> so, you know, listen, there's no margin for error here. A point at Old Trafford and a point at Goodison Park on the whole reflection of things is not a bad thing. The biggest problem is City got a boss squad that a boss team. Um there's no margin for that and you've got to win every game. It's not really right. We I mean, were looking at stats before, all the great sides, seventies, eighties. They haven't even like not many of them have come on, on level points with what with, with what we're getting now. And you know, at the end of the day, either Liverpool or City are gonna finish this season second with the record amount of mana points. And uh, you know, that's the way it goes and that 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 that's the hardship of it. But you know what I've noticed here now? I think Klopp's fault. I can't outscore them City. You know, the squads. their squad's better even though I'd argue our goalie, you know, the very level there with the goalie. Ours might edge you. Our defence is edge you. Their midfield's better than ours without a shadow. And our striker force probably just edges you, but theirs is still boss. Klopp's probably thinking here, yeah, Alisson and Van Dijk can win me the league by keeping clean sheets, rather than Salah on that scoring, because we'll, we'll still score the odd goal, <coughs> and I think that's what he's thinking, excuse me, I got a bit of a cold, not much like, on you know the I mean, but, I think that's what he's thinking, so fair play, but, they got the noses in front there, I think, the company tackle at, at, at the City game and, and Maguire, the Maguire tackle when we, when uh, Salah was one on one when he both probably should have been sent off their big moments we threw both of them games but what Liverpool have got to do now is just keep going keep clean sheets and they'll score goals up front because now what he's realised is if they're not and there's still quality enough to score the odd one if not the squash buckle and, uh, as, we, uh, as I pronounce it, and you know I'll be better keeping clean sheets Now When City gotta fix your pile up near the end of the season Is this where we capitalise? We're still in it You name a fan who, who wouldn't have took this You know At the start of the season To still be in with the arse shout here We all would have took it You know City or the boss side Boss, boss squad on the, <coughs> Who knows We can all go for it here there's nine games to go. You know what I'm hoping for? Once in my life I want man new to to win a game because I want them to beat City. Cause that could be our lifeline. Take each game as it comes. Um I think we're gonna have to have warriors here now. And you know, listen, it's not as bad as people think. Yeah, Everton were there for the take. But it was a fair result. Let's have that said more than once there. It was a fair result. We should and could have won the game. they were there for the taking, but I don't think we've really done enough to do so. To be fair to Everton, but it's not over, and you can't quit. And there's plenty of games to go in, and I think we're still in with a shout. And it's going to go right to the wire. And I think it could be, ironically, last year where we were scoring all these goals. I could think. I think it could be the defence that gives us a shout this year, rather than the attack no one would have predicted that, would he?
0: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
4: Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool's disappointing goalless draw at Goodison Park. And so the World Cup final ends in a tie. I think it's 19 derbies unbeaten now for Liverpool but it doesn't feel like one to celebrate that much. First half, I thought the frenetic nature of the game should have suited Liverpool more than it did. To some extent, we uh, made the most of it in terms of creating chances, but certainly not in terms of taking any of them. Jordan Henderson, I thought, was excellent, particularly in the first 45. Fabinho and, to some extent, Gini Wijnaldum as well. But second half, we never quite took that final step to press home our advantage. Everton never looked likely to score all game, and you could see what a draw meant to them at the end. But it doesn't really help us. We needed to win that today, and it's so, so frustrating that we haven't done so. Sadio Mane looked a shadow of the number nine we saw on Wednesday night against Watford. He was electric midweek, but he didn't really get involved too much today until he was taken off. Mo Salah, though, was the big, big um, disappointment, really. He missed chance after chance, and he's the one, really, that you'd want to be on the end of those chances. As a world-class player, you'd have to say these are the sorts of games where he should have been the man to win the match, and unfortunately it never happened. Virgil van Dijk at the other end I thought was brilliant, commanding his defence, moving people around and winning the ball time after time. Dominic Calvert-Lewin I think is uh, certainly a limited player, but one thing he is good at is backing into his man. and Virgil just barged him out of the way, showed his strength. He was fantastic again in a big game. Joel Matip alongside him, another bizarre performance. A typical Matip performance in many ways. His dribbling is excellent, but sometimes you do wonder what on earth he's trying to do. The big issue which I'm sure will be debated will be the substitutes that Jurgen Klopp made. To be honest, I've not got a massive issue with any of them. I know I'll be in the minority, but Adam Lallana I thought was a decent option to come off the bench. More because Daniel Sturridge did nothing against Manchester United last week. Zerdan Shaqiri's been poor as well now for a few weeks. Navigator was the one probably that you could make an argument for, but obviously Jürgen doesn't feel like he's quite ready to come into an atmosphere uh, like Goodison Park. I don't think Manchester City are going to win every game from now until the end of the season, so all's not lost, but that was a missed chance today, or several missed chances to be more, more accurate. There's still a long way to go, and the Reds just have to keep going. Hopefully they can get back to winning ways next weekend against Burnley. Hi
0: there, Nathan Davidson here talking about Everton versus Liverpool and what was a goalless draw today. So, first when I saw the lineup, I thought today, looking at our bench, we looked quite strong. We had Keita, Milner, Shaqiri, Firmino, Sturridge, so I thought, or oh, maybe things don't go our way. We've got some good options there. Um, I also noticed Richarlison, Richarlison was on the bench for Everton. Now, I haven't been watching too much of them recently, but that surprised me because when I have seen him this season, he's been by far their best player. So, um, Milner obviously dropped out and Henderson came in. I think uh, Milner's had a minor hamstring issue. As the first half started, I thought the pressure and the atmosphere of at the occasion kind of affected the players a little bit. Uh, some of the passes were very sloppy from both teams and it was just simple errors that you wouldn't normally see or certainly, certainly that we didn't see against Watford. Um, so, just before 30 minutes in, Salah has a massive chance. I thought he was disappointed today, but his chance—he broke through. He was one on one. The only thing I'd say is his touch took him slightly wide, which made the angle a bit smaller and allowed Pickford to make himself bigger. Nothing—not taken away from Pickford. It was a very good save, but it was just one of those where I s- Salah could have maybe done slightly better with it, but it wasn't to be. As the first half progressed, uh, both teams basically found it quite difficult to keep hold of the ball for long periods of time. It was back and forth we couldn't keep the ball i think it just needed a spell of five ten minutes for one team to just pass it about at the back keep it simple get some possession move the move the opposition round make them shift from side to side but no team could really do that in the first half then we went into the second half Salah gets another chance once again he's for me his touch isn't what was needed that takes it away from him a little bit and then I think it was Keane who got in and got a foot in. <clears throat> so in terms of Salah, that's disappointing. Like that's two chances where you'd usually expect him to find the back of the net or at least work the goalkeeper much better. But he just looks he looks a little bit off the boil at the minute. He's not, he's not playing awfully, but there's just a few touches as well today where his decision-making didn't look quite right. Then we're going the other point that scoby mentioned about the second half was the passing in the final third was shocking especially as the game went on it seemed to get worse and worse time after time when we were going forward there was just more and more sloppy passes not the right decision making making the wrong decision or just too much on the ball not enough it was just really really frustrating because it wasn't that we weren't getting in the right positions. We were trying to stretch them. The full-backs were bombing forward. But the passes just weren't quite right today. It was just when it got to that final third, it always broke down. And that, for me, is the real issue at the minute. Because until that changes, it's going to be very, very hard to win anything. And I know <clears throat> I know on Wednesday that it was back to like how, how we expect and normally see it. But it's not been there consistently recently. And if we're going to win the league... It needs to be, and then obviously Firmino came on, and then happy to see him on, and Milner came on, and when them two subs, I thought, yeah, their two subs that could help us win this game. But the last change, Adam Lalana, for me, this is just me personally. That was the, that's not the right decision there for me. Um, I feel a bit harsh on Lallana because he was really good, but for me, he's just after all the injuries he's had, he's not the same player that he was. And I don't think he's up to the standard right now in this Liverpool team. And I would have, I would have put Shaqiri or Sturridge on before Lloran myself. And when he came on, I don't think he really did particularly anything of great value. Not that anyone else particularly did either. But yeah, it's just disappointing, really. The other thing that needs to obviously be mentioned is the lack, lack of composure in the final third. It just, it did seem like the pressure got to us a bit. Which is fine, like, they are under a lot of pressure and stuff, like, that is to be expected, but if we just know that, like, if we don't handle that pressure, it's going to be very, very difficult to win the league. Next point, Van Dyke. Van Dyke was absolutely amazing today. If we need a reason to win this league, it's for him. He deserves a Premier League winner's medal at the end of the season. He was fantastic. He's been fantastic all season. He's just been burnt He was there, he made vital interceptions as the last man. He's just always sort of clever and then the way he commands everyone else and tries and gets them into the game. Even Joel Matip next to him looks such a better player when he plays next to him. And I don't think that's any coincidence that every time <coughs> sorry, every time someone plays next to him, they look a lot better. I don't think Matip was quite a Joe Gomez level of performance, but he has improved and Look like a good option next to Van Dyke, but now we've just got to roll our socks up and we've got to get back to winning ways and got to get back to winning ways consistently. We it is a tough ask and it's expecting probably too much of anyone, but we have just got to go and win the next five, six, seven, eight games. Doesn't matter what the performance is, like it's all about the result. We have to win them, we can't just keep drawing like to draw five and seven that's that's too many points drop for a team that wins the league a team that wins the league has a bad game or two and then they get back at it so we've got to make sure that we are that team and we get back at it now and not win the rest of our games but win almost the rest of our games and go on a run of at least five or six wins it's your witness with his
9: thoughts on the everton v game feels like a real hammer blow in the race for the title. Um, massive disappointment. The fact we haven't got the win felt like a pivotal point. Massive game today. The fact we haven't got the win is really going to hurt us. Really hurts. Really hurts us. Um, Performance-wise, we weren't, we weren't the best. We've had chances. You know, Mo Salah... Had a couple of great one-on-one chances. He's got to slot one of them. He's got to slot one of them. Everton, really, really poor side. But they played, they played to the strengths. And, I, I, you know, I can't blame them. Give them the due. They dug in. They worked hard. But it's just, it's real, real... I just feel real deflation after that. Um, Virgil van Dijk, you know, it, not everything's been said about the man. He was excellent again tonight. He's just a colossus. He was about the only one on the pitch that had a bit of composure. We did seem to—I don't know if it was the pressure. Obviously, the derby is a big thing. The fact that City are really keeping the momentum up on us, we needed to win that today. We just seemed to lose a lot of composure with the ball in the midfield. A lot of composure, you know, up front. Even it just—it was, it was just a, yeah, it just seemed like a lack of composure. The occasion got to us, you know, the derby, like I say, the derby, the title chase, everything. But like I say, Everton deserved a bit of credit. Dug in. I thought the left back was decent for Everton. The defenders done a decent job, but we we made their defenders look a little bit better than they were because, you know, some of our touches are in and around the box. They just give the defenders half a chance for them to get the foot on. When the Charlson came on, I thought they were a lot more lively. With Everton as well, and he he was he was their better player on the last twenty minutes, half an hour, whatever he was on. He he looked a real threat, and I've always liked I've always liked him whenever I've seen him. Real threat down the wing, um, bit of a live wire. Give him his jury, put some good balls in. They 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 had a couple of half chances a couple of good balls in by Charles in the second half but they, they're not great shakes obviously we know we know what they're about but Liverpool yeah going back to Liverpool real deflation but then you look at the league table nine games to go there's a point in it it's, it's nothing City have still got to go to United which is going to be huge for them we've played basically all all our tough games now away from home couple of tough ones still at home with the Chelsea's and the Tottenham's but Still all winnable. But now with a line on City to to drop points which, you know, six, eight weeks ago, whatever it was, we were in such a good position. It just feels really deflating. We've got to pick ourselves up. We've we've got to pick ourselves up from this. That's all we can do. And we've got to look to our next game. Burnley, let's get let's get the job done. Get three points on the board. And we are now the chasers. We are chasing City. What they've done to us, we do to them. Let's put the pressure back on them. Win the games. Get the three points. And we are still in this race. We are still in this race. There's a lot of football and there's a lot of points to be played for. Nine games to go. I still believe. Come on, Liverpool.
6: Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast uh title races are exhausting aren't they uh definitely not the result we wanted today and after the dominance of the five nil win versus Watford midweek I think we all expected and hoped for a better performance than this today to be honest um look it was a it was a frantic Merseyside derby but we had enough chances to win this and we were just so wasteful in the final third again and You know, we've had that in recent weeks of the strikers not taking their chances. But after that high score against Watford, I was really hoping that we got that monkey off our backs. But it just wasn't to be today. You know, Origi started again and I thought that would give Pickford and Everton supporters nightmares. But it just never really materialised. And, you know, I thought Origi on the left, Salah on the right and Mane through the middle worked so well on Wednesday that... It was odd that it seemed so static today. Um, I think we did really miss uh, an out-and-out attacking midfielder today. And to be honest, on that note, the sub substitution choices from Klopp were odd. You know, it was hard to see why Kater and Shakiri were left on the bench really, and Lalana coming on in particular seemed like such a bizarre decision. But I feel like Keita or Shakiri could have been more creative from a number 10 position you know we've obviously got Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain coming back which is really timely but he's going to take time to get back up to speed so it's not an immediate fix for that issue I really think Cater would have been a better choice today uh, to start I think he would have created more for the forwards Um, that said unfortunately Mo had a really bad day at the office today you know He was a constant threat running at Everton, but his finishing and his touch as well was so wayward today. And it's a concern, you know, maybe it's the curse of getting to 50 goals, um, but his form has taken a dip in recent weeks. And overall, the performances are a worry. You know, this was really nervy today once we hit 70 minutes and we hadn't scored. We're now one point behind Man City with nine games to go and... We've still got to play the likes of Chelsea and Tottenham. We've got to keep the faith. And, you know, Man City haven't been at their best either in recent games. But the concern for me is they are grinding out the 1-0s at the moment. They're getting the rub of the green a bit more, as we probably did earlier in the season. And that is a worry. Um, You know, a point away at the Ev isn't the worst result, obviously. But the amount of draws in the last month or so is a concern. And... Man, that just feels like a defeat today and it's hard not to be pessimistic after that. Um, I will say I bloody love Van Dijk (laughs) Um, and we could have conceded a couple today, to be honest, if it wasn't for him. You know, what a player he is. Obviously, we know that already, but I will say if he doesn't win the PFA Player of the Year this season, it'll be a travesty, really. He's absolutely different class. Uh, Jordan Henderson, too, has been imperious in the last few weeks. He was everywhere today and some of his long passes were amazing but the forwards just weren't on his wavelength enough today um he is getting forward more now that Fabinho's playing regularly as the holding midfielder and I think it suits him to be honest but yeah other than those two players and there weren't too many positives other than that to take from this today and We've just got to regroup now, you know, we've got Burnley at Anfield next and we need to get back to our best. A goal for Salah there would be really nice for his confidence and we go again and hopefully Watford can do us a favour against City next weekend. Cheers.
1: Peter here from Snowy Island. Overall today, I thought we did quite good, but it just wasn't good enough. For the first maybe 30 minutes, I thought we were much the better team. And we were, without quite creating the openings, we were threatening... uh, To me, we just looked we had better players in every department. Uh, Salah, at 30, did have a chance, uh, which Pickford saved well. However, last year, you would have fancied Salah to bury that. He hasn't been as good this year as last year. Come then to near the end of the first half, I saw it as Everton coming on again, and it was about even. So... We go in at nil-nil, you're looking for more in the second half. Um, we come out, and we do good. Uh, Salah's through, but for Michael Keane, doing an extremely good last-minute diving tackle, about the 50th minute. Um, and then around the 60th minute, we had some substitutions. Everton did theirs. And when we did ours, you know, Jürgen Klopp's great manager seems out of place for me to criticise, but, you know, that's what we're doing here, and though we all would have been delighted to see Firmino in for Origi, which uh, instantly we had two or three chances or really good positions thanks to his link-up play, the stuff that you all know very well, he also took off when Alderman put on Milner. And the thing is, you're chasing for the league title, You you want to be aggressive, you want to be going for it, I don't know, I just thought Milner was the wrong guy for it, even though I like him. Uh, could he have brought on... We had, we had Shaqiri and Keita on the bench. You would have preferred one of those two. If it was to be a midfielder, I think bring on Kaita. So there was that. Actually, later on in the match, he took off Marnie and brought on Lallana. Now Two years ago, Lallana was doing really good, but he's always been a player that needs a bit of rhythm and playing games before he gets into his flow. And at this stage, after two years out on and off of injuries. How much does he have left? Now, I missed the last two matches for personal reasons uh, against United and Bayern Munich. But I think I remember in the match before, I was thinking, is Klopp getting his subs wrong? I, and I all, I think he is. I think he's not being attacking enough. He's not going for the throat. I think that though he's done wonders with this team by giving them this new stability, you know, and he cut back on our attacking to do that, and it's given us. It's been successful. It's given us this great big points haul, and we only lost one match all season. My instinct says that, even a, three, four matches ago, for this run into the title, he should revert it to all-out gig and pressing. I just think, I just feel that we've you've really got to chase that title, and being stable and being controlled for us. I don't think it's going to be enough. This is the first time now I begin to think, oh, are we going to be a bit short? Still nine games to go, but falling behind City, that's not good. And we haven't been that great for the last month or two. Mm. So we uh, going back to the match now, about the 70th minute, just before it, uh, we create a chance where Van Dyke did a header across the ball, uh, across the Everton goal, and it fell to Fabinho. If he'd hit it first time... And he's and he's got he's an extremely skillful guy. You would have fancied a goal. He went for an extra touch, and that opportunity got snuffed out. And then, really, for the last twenty minutes, I thought Everton were the better side. And that again says to me that the substitutions were bad because we had the better team and the better subs bench. But somehow, after all the subs and changes, Everton were better than us. So I think we did something wrong. Uh, my man of the match uh, was the beautiful Virgil van Dyke in the 82nd minute. Everton had some sort of a chance and the ball came to Bernardo near the penalty area. He seemed to, with a single touch, he'd gone past a person or two. He looked like he was on and just van Dyke's in the right place, put out a foot. I mean, just what, just what a player. What a pleasure to watch him. So I could say then, uh, you know, it was a shame. We, didn't, we had Shakiri and Kaita left on the bench. I wish we'd had one or both of them on and really just gone for it. Uh, I suppose I've got no more to add other than it's nine matches to go. Up the mighty reds.
10: Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Well, ah, There we are, nil-nil, the draw that Everton fans dreamed of. They drew their World Cup final 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, for us, of course, extremely disappointing, really, because I don't think Everton are the best team in the world. Um, we struggled today against a flat four midfield. Uh, Everton playing four four one one, uh, one Gay was very good for them you have to say uh, well done to him uh, but our man of the match I mean with the, you know talking about A positive was Virgil Van Dyke. a monstrous 10 out of 10 performance it's such a shame we couldn't say the same for the other players in the first half Mo Salah of course you saw it you know he had all those um, dangerous chances you sort of made for himself really he had a couple of them anyway but uh, in that First half there were just five passes exchanged between our front three dirocorigi had one pass to his attacking colleagues only and uh, no shots for him no shots for manny um who couldn't really get into the game and uh yeah we just you know we we lacked uh spark in for me it was the midfield there wasn't you know it was like a I don't know, we we lacked a lot of spark in midfield, Uh, you know, it's a bit of a power cut in midfield, you could say. So, of course, this disappointing, we're now two points behind Manchester City, um, who are looking really good with their performances, even though they've only won the past couple 1-0. And yes, I don't know... um, Oh, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. Just that second half, so many mistakes, the simple things we couldn't do, couldn't just pass it to the guy next to him, couldn't control the ball. Fabinho had the opportunities. Unlucky. We were just unlucky today. Um, you know. Uh, still, we we didn't lose. We defended resolutely. Um, I think, uh, you know, our full backs tried their best. We tried our best. It just wasn't quite fluent enough. So, this is Owen from Cop on Podcast with my tuppence worth uh, on that game. Congratulations to Everton. No doubt they'll be hitting the town tonight, celebrating the fact that they've denied us uh, two points. Um, you know, so bravo. You know, well done. You drew the World Cup final nil nil
0: You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo